So I have some theories uh, about the movie, and you can yay or nay and comment on them. I got a couple written down here. Is that okay? Yeah. All right. You know where I'm going to start, and you don't dare to believe, but let me just trace out th- this one, and you know where I'm going. But uh, there we go. Okay. So uh, talking to Jedi Geek Curl and other people. Okay. So Ray says, no, no one understands me. And then Kylo in the mask says, but I do. But then we mostly see Adam Driver without the mask, right? And they seem to be face to face. But then he's with the mask with her destroying what seems to be Anakin Skywalker or whatever. And they're constantly traveling through different worlds that look like the Death Star, like in Jin Erso's dreams in some of the trailers that look like she was in the Death Star. It looks like they're possibly, and this is not coming from me. I mean, it's also coming from me, but other people have commented that they might be working in world between worlds with Rey and Kylo because they're so powerful and it's so weird and be so epic. Hold off on Ahsoka for a second, right? So I heard that, and I'm like, okay, guys, I've been predicting World Between Worlds coming into the movie. That's great. Fine. Whatever. That's my first proof of possible Ahsoka in this movie. But, Simi, do you know my main proof for Ahsoka in this movie? Is exactly what I've been saying. I said, Ray's confused. Leia's gone. Luke barely trained her. He's gone. She's still confused. No one can train her. She's still young and super powerful. Who is the only female Jedi who's gone between the gray and the light and everywhere in between and is super powerful who might still be alive or is a force ghost who could possibly comfort Ray? And when Ray says, nobody understands me, and we hear Kylo saying, I do. This is like the last Jedi mo- tease at the end, where it looked like they were reaching out to touch hands, and then we, we saw in the movie it was it was a force Skype, right? It, it, they weren't really holding hands; they were just tricking us. Right. I think they're tricking us with this line. And now that Leia's gone, now Leia's a candidate for Ray saying nobody understands me, and Leia being like, "Well, I I kind of do," you know. Somehow they worked that in with Carrie Fisher. But if there's any character in can in in this generation of Star Wars who firstly is the one female Jedi character who seems to unite everybody including the hardcore male fans love Ahsoka Tano in the final movie where they're still concerned about Rose and you know you know you know Mary Sue Ridley as the assholes call her and so forth you know what I mean bringing Ahsoka Tano but if there's anybody that can understand Rey and what she's going through mentally psychologically physically and so forth being tempted by the dark side with more and everything she went on with the Jedi Council and becoming a, Jay Greta, a, a great Jedi and no one to advise her and having to train herself. It is Ahsoka fucking Tano. And I, I don't actually think this is going to happen to me, but I'm sticking with this prediction because the facts keep adding up to, and this is what I want you to respond to, you don't think it's going to happen or you don't dare to believe. That's fine. But but the evidence is there between these different things that it, it, it would fit in really nicely as a force ghost or a very small appearance for her to advise. And, and dude, what is going on with Ahsoka in the world between worlds? Who does she fight against in that epic battle? That would be Emperor Palpatine, who's also traveling the world between worlds. Right. Guess how Emperor Palpatine gets from thrown down the Death Star pit at the end of Return of the Jedi 
die into the future and coming back he didn't survive he traveled in the world between the worlds where Ahsoka's traveled we're not going to get Ezra Bridger I don't think and so there's that but then there's also the just advising of Rey with that line and what I've been saying all along that's my Ahsoka theory I wanted to start with that because I know you're going to dismiss it but there you go semi Klimo. so here's my fear uh, I just think that if they're the character of Ahsoka Tana, like whoever is going to be it, like I just feel like that would have been leaked by now. Do you know what I mean? Like, unless it's just like a total no name person, because that happens all the time. Han Solo being killed by Kylo Ren was only leaked to a very small amount of people, which is shocking. No, that's different though. That's different though. Like, there has to be a human being who's playing. Ahsoka, right? Yeah, but it could have been J.J. Abrams, the cinematographer, the sound people, uh, Daisy Ridley, and whoever's playing Ahsoka and or CGI mix or whatever. So there could have been literally like two dozen people in the shooting of so that two the or three person minutes. Who is actually, you're saying the person who actually plays Ahsoka doesn't have to be a big deal. It could be a lot of CGI. I'm saying that nobody and the cast has to know about it. They don't see the movie till we do. So other than, look, Ray knows everything, right? I mean, Ray specifically knows everything. Other than, like, a small uh, amount d- d- of d- characters. D- right. But, uh, other, than, other than, like, and Kylo knows everything. And, right. Right. Right, but, but right. like, for example... And they don't even, they don't right. even have to necessarily know anything. Well, can I give you... They might... Right. Can okay. I give you an Avengers example? So, you know how they got the entire cast looking sad at Tony Stark's funeral? Yeah. So they were all there. They were told to come because it was a wedding scene, either between Tony Stark and Pepper Potts or somebody else, probably between Tony and Pepper Potts. And then uh, at, when they got there and they got rid of everyone they didn't need, they were told to look sad, but they still weren't told what was going on. And Chris Hemsworth later released a video where he's very confused about what's going on at this wedding slash death scene. And then you know, I recently saw Elizabeth Olsen interviewed on, I guess, Kimmel. Uh, she's on a million things. You know, she's the connective tissue with Marvel now. She's doing TV right, series right. and then Doctor Strange. And then, you know, w- Wanda's going to be up there, I think, beyond Captain Marvel, especially with the X-Men connection. But Elizabeth Olsen's their big young star. If they get Haley Steinfeld, we'll see. But right now, Elizabeth Olsen's their hot, young, amazing star. Um, and she doesn't usually reveal a lot, but she basically told Kimmel that she knows all the secrets for the next couple of years in Marvel. Because they uh-huh. have... They have to tell her because she's Wanda Maximoff who kills all the X-Men and goes crazy. It almost destroys the universe is more powerful than Thanos. She was almost murdering Thanos by herself twice in the Avengers movies until she got distracted. That's how powerful she is. She's going to fight Doctor Strange. That's how powerful she is. They have to tell her. So Daisy Ridley knows all the secrets. So you film it with Daisy Ridley. And look, I don't want to talk about the realization of it physically. It should be Rosario Dawson. I've heard they're already casting for a Ahsoka probably in casting in K2, which you and I agree is a more likely scenario. It gives them more time, right? It's on the streaming right, service. She is Falcrum. She's know, Falcrum. So. It's much easier to pull off in a TV series. But the fan reaction, if they're not already loving, say this is a two-hour and 45-minute movie, which it looks like, at an hour 45 I think you're right that the Emperor isn't going to be around a, a whole lot other than to initiate the world between worlds and the bringing a more successful version of bringing Kylo and Rey together for nefarious means yeah, he's than not Snoke. Gonna be, right. He's not going to be like, like the way Snoke was or, or something like that much apparent that like he's in charge. He'll be talking to 
Kylo or somebody else. Probably. So just imagine this though. Imagine oh. this. You're an hour and a half, an hour 45 in. We've had awesome space battles where they're teasing the giant space battle where we see literally a thousand rebel ships versus a thousand imperial ships. Looks amazing. Gonna put Rogue One to shame, I hate to say, but it looks amazing. And we've seen Poe and Finn, you know, again, they're, they're bromance, riding horses together, riding skiffs together, running down the hallway, shooting stormtroopers, just like Spock. And, and look, there's a lot of Star Trek reboot stuff that JJ does, and I love it. Just like, when you know, when they at the end of the Star Trek reboot, when they beam Spock and Kirk directly onto the Romulan bridge and they're immediately like firing lasers at everyone yeah. and they have to like stun a guy so that he can do the mind meld so Simi so let's forget about how they manifest it if they're casting it CGI a combination if it's Ashley Eckstein's voice over someone else mixed with CGI it should be Rosario Dawson everyone wants it she's an even bigger star now than ever is Rosario and like I was trying to get to they could even with a star like Rosario Dawson or someone like that they could easily have done this with only JJ Daisy Ridley uh, Rosario, you know, Ashley Eckstein, whoever, and a couple other people, and then post-production with CGI, and honestly, Oscar Isaac, John Boyega, and even Adam Driver might have no fucking clue what's going on. Kathleen Kennedy knows, Dave Filoni knows, they could easily do it. I- I'm just saying that it's it's sort of logistically possible. You know, I, I guess now that you say it like this, the role wouldn't be so enormous to where it wouldn't necessarily have to be this ridiculously popular character. A. She could kill the emperor. It also could be somebody else. It could be somebody else entirely that like uh, doesn't matter. Not that it doesn't matter. I want to take that back. I apologize to you if you exist out there. Maybe it's not Rosario Dawson. Maybe it's somebody else and you know Star Wars is known for no-name characters. So they could do a lot yeah. But, but so back up to the main point. Back up to the main point. And then, guys, Simi and I are going to take a break that you won't hear because we've had some sound issues, and they'll give me opportunities to me to sort through some of this. But just go back to the the you know what, the film school version of J.J. Abrams' brilliance and Filoni, Kathleen Kennedy, and the story group. They love Ahsoka. I am asking you, with Carrie Fisher basically gone. Leia's gone. It's going to be gone. Luke's gone. What Jedi in the history of modern canon could better look? Kylo thinks he understands Rey, as you and I have gone to great lengths. His version of understanding Rey is completely twisted. It's like Kilgrave understanding Jessica Jones, right? Um, right. That's how we feel. The Raylos feel differently. They keep saying, "Wait, wait." They keep saying, "Wait and see." You're going to see how Raylo it is, and I keep going, uh, "All right, guys." I, I, you know, I'm open to anything that's awesome. And J.J. Abrams knows how to do subtle romances, but thinking J.J. Abrams is going to hand you, you know, uh, the Anakin Padme wedding scene at the end of Attack of the Clones with Ray and Kylo at the end of this movie is not going to happen. But anyways, put but I just can I just respond to that? Wait, no, hold on, hold on. No, I have to finish this. Ahsoka point. Who other than Ahsoka Tano is even close to understanding could understand someone like Ray is, is all I'm saying. Sorry, go ahead. Yoda. Uh, Yoda. Master Yoda understands everybody. But She's a listen, woman. We haven't had a woman mentor. I would, just like, I would like to poke a hole in this Raylo thing, okay? I would like someone to tell me because most stories are recycled <laughs> at some level, oh, right? No. I don't know. Someone to recycle. 
So most stories are recycled at some level. I have a funny okay? story about this with Jedi Geek Girl that I ran by her. A, a funny so, thing. So I'm just going to pop this hole in it. In what movie, TV show, anything in life, story, I don't know, does someone kill someone's sensei and then those two people make out? Okay, we're not doing the Han Solo thing again. We're not doing... I just don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. We're going to table this. She literally looked at Han Solo like her father, and he was an ungrateful son, and he killed his father that she loved. Like, I just... Like, no one has shown anything. Ahsoka, can we talk about Ahsoka, please? Can we talk about it? It's so bizarre that people think like this. Look, it could be Obi-Wan's... Hold on. It could be Obi-Wan's Force Ghost. It could be Yoda's Force Ghost. It could be Luke's Force Ghost. But we haven't had a woman advising a woman. And look, if 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 Carrie Fisher was still alive and Leia... Off, uh, Ahsoka, exactly. On. If Leia was in this movie as fully... This was supposed to be Leia's movie in terms of the original cast, and then she died. If Leia was in this, they wouldn't need Ahsoka. But this is a great... Op- this is like your... This is like your slugger from... So this was like we had Jim Tomei in the Phillies, and we couldn't get over the hump into the playoffs, and he got injured really bad, and so we had to play Ryan Howard, who then went on to hit, like, 50 home runs for three straight years, so we went to the World Series twice and won. You know, won. It's like... You don't want not want to have Princess Leia, but this was the perfect opportunity to bring Ahsoka Tano in a little bit earlier than maybe they wanted to, especially with the world between worlds, and especially with the female thing. We haven't had like even Jin. Jin's coached by Cassian. Jin's coached by Saw. Jin's coached by her dad. I mean, other than a little Mon Mothma, there's almost no other women in Rogue One, especially advising. You know, Jin, her mom's murder two minutes in the movie. We really haven't had female female mentorship. It, it, this would be, to me, way better, especially we've had tons of Obi-Wan, and we've had Yoda coming back amazingly in Last Jedi, I think, that it would just be rehashing it. So, again, do I want this? Yes, but I just the, the evidence seems to be stacking up that this is more possible than I ever thought, even though I, I, my predictions like this, I get slightly cold feet as it gets closer, in terms of the actual prediction. Yeah, I mean, because it's like it seems like it would be such a big part of it, but at some level, like, I don't think they've told us anything. Like, I have no idea what this movie is. And that was Jedi Geek Girl and my main takeaway is they did like what we saw with like the final Wonder Woman trailer and the final Rogue One trailer, which I always rave about, which is show us a ton of the movie, but they mix it up and disorient and dissociate so much that it, it, you know, we're not really seeing any spoilers, even if we can piece it together later like if you went back now Spimmy, and watched the final rogue one trailer having seen rogue one a million times you'd be like oh this spoils the whole movie but at the time you had no idea what the fuck was going on you're like vader's in it what there's a huge fleet what the fuck's going on you know i mean right and so i think i agree with you i think this trailer did it i agree with you that the emperor they're playing up because it unites all the fans and it, it, he won't be around forever. I think Ahsoka is going to be the catalyst for killing the Emperor or advising Ray to kill because Ray never wants to kill. And look, S- Simi, <laughs> let's be honest. If we want, if we get what we want, which is Ray, you know, kind of sadly, even sweetly, but necessarily m- murdering Kylo, 
I, I still am thinking he's he looks so miserable in these trailers. My prediction that Kylo is going to beg her to kill him, I think, is still in play. But if anyone can advise that sometimes it's not about the light and the dark, it's about what's best for life and the universe, and sometimes you have to kill people you don't want to kill, it's Obi-Wan Kenobi and Ahsoka Tano, right? I mean, those are the two that are, are, are true, like, like almost paladins of goodness and light, and yet they will murder bad guys to save other people. This is what the whole the Satine of Mandalore and Obi-Wan arc that we did is about, right? Is like, Satine is this idealistic pacifist, and Obi-Wan's like, I love you, and I respect what you're coming from, but this is just gonna get horrible if you don't get engaged, and it gets horrible, and Satine gets murdered, right? And that's the whole mall thing it's so ahsoka advising ray to or helping ray to kill the emperor i think would be amazing she could die or disappear or, or whatever and not have to be in and lie okay i'm done and i'll have some other predictions you can respond to that and then we're going to take our break that i'll cut out um yeah i i i i think a lot of it with these predictions and and what people want or these like projections of what they're hoping for and all these things. Yeah, I, I really hope Ahsoka is in it. If she's not... Am I selling my case well, though, so it does not just a no, fanboy it, thing? It, it, it's not a fanboy thing. I think it'd be a great direction of it to go, because like we, we think she's one of the better characters. So, And then that opens a whole new door for 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 where things are going to go next with, with Star Wars. Because like just because this is the last of this Star Wars doesn't mean that there's not another Star Wars that's going to happen. So I really hope that she's involved in that really new canon, because a lot of this has been, uh, you know, prequel from Rogue One, uh, prequel from Solo, and then moving forward from Star Wars that existed at a certain point to then. You know what I mean? But because of... Sorry, but because of World Between Worlds, we know she could time travel and space travel. So she could do anything with and then as Ma, She's the most as powerful Ma Jedi said, ever. She's the most powerful Jedi ever. As Maz said, at first it was the, the the Emperor, then it was the First, now it's the First Order. You know, there's always going to be some evil of the dark side. The dark side doesn't necessarily just reside in the Emperor, or just reside in, in, uh, in, in, um, in Darth Maul, or it doesn't just reside in these few characters. It, it's going to continue to reside in other characters, and there'll be other bad guys and other people that need Ahsoka to like fuck up. So, so okay. you know, like, let's do another six movies with Ahsoka and and yeah. and, uh, and and Ray and yeah. r- you know running around with uh, with fucking um, uh, the Mandalorian, the, the true Mandalorian, Sabine. Oh yeah. Okay. So Simi. I have a couple final salvos, salvos here, and then we're going to finish up with a couple thoughts, and then we'll jump into The Mandalorian. First of all... My, no, we're gonna... Yeah, 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 we'll do the break. Um, first of all, in our very first podcast, I told you that th- there would be time traveling in, in Star Wars. It would involve Ahsoka, right? And that turned out to be true. I said the Mandalorian thing, you know, the wars and everything, we're going to come into it in Mandalore and all that stuff was going to be huge. And that was true. But I proposed to you a story that I was writing at the time, and I stopped writing my Star Wars story with Obi-Wan and Ahsoka because it became clear to me that Ewan was coming back and was probably going to do that story. And so my argument against myself in this case, her not being Episode Nine, 
is not only that it makes more sense and will be easier in Cassian and K2, but that who is like the one person who could hang with Obi-Wan in like a character study on Tatooine between three and four who knows that he's there is clearly Ahsoka Tano. You could easily do, and we have two to three years to cast and train up and get the CGI makeup right right with Ahsoka and and Obi-Wan, right? right. (laughs) Like Rosario, maybe they mixed Ashley's voice with Rosario's voice with Ewan McGregor. Right, exactly. Um, and, and so that would be the argument against it. But but I will say, dude, whatever you think of The Last Jedi, thematically about the Force, Luke is totally wrong uh, uh, constantly about the light and the dark side of the Force and the Jedi and the Sith. That's the whole point, is him realizing he's wrong, but specifically Rey realizing it. When she dives in the hole, he goes, you immediately went to the dark side, and he's so wrong about that. She's just exploring all the different sides of the Force. It's a continuum, like sexuality and politics, right? right? Right, and who right. is the other major Jedi who's expo- ex- you know experienced and explored the continuum? It's clearly Ahsoka Tano. So thematically, they set up the Ahsoka ideology. It's about the Force. I, I would say the Bendu as well is very reflective. And Kanan Jarrus. And Kanan, but we're, well, as trained by the Bendu. I don't think we're going to get the Bendu, although that would be amazing. That would be another amazing right. reveal. And they could do that, by the way. They could totally that CGI Because that that's not a character. That's a CGI, right? It's yeah. Pure CGI or voiceover. Yeah.